Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Guitar Stories Podcast. With me is my good friend, Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello, Andy. And welcome to episode 62. Oh, wow. Is it, is it 62 already? We made it this far? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Then in that case, I got the title wrong because I put 63. Uh, well, well, you d- we'll probably count last week's episode with Jack, but you know we we have to oh, yeah, redo it. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who didn't know, we had an episode, secret episode with Jack Gardner last week that never <laughs> got aired, podcast version, um, <laughs> because we had technical support. But without needing technical support, this week is our good friend, Mr. Mike Milton, also known as CGS from CGS. Hello, Mike. Hey, hey. how you doing? Lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We were just talking um, backstage, everybody, about mm-hmm. I didn't get to go to the boutique guitar show and the British boutique guitar show, sorry, and how much I miss Mike and all our other guitar friends. So we'll get into that tonight, I'm sure. Um, and Mike, you said that you were the only one that missed me, apparently. Is, it, is, that, oh, is that true? I, I miss you like crazy. I, I can't speak for anyone else. I can hardly speak okay. for myself. right um there we're gonna do some news mike we do some news at the top of the show and news this week is actually music believe it or not normally it's just guitars this and someone's done this with some kind of strat or someone's done that with another kind of (laughs) other guitar but this week music um There's been two songs released this this sort of past seven days that have caught our ears. And we can't play them, of course, for copyright reasons. But the first one is a collaboration between Dave Grohl and Liam Gallagher, which mm-hmm. is very, very like a strange pairing. Um, I, Dan, you, you listened to it earlier, right? Yep, I did. I did. I, I love every I second of it. Say again? Okay. Didn't move me. I didn't no? say earlier when we were talking about it, but it didn't, not, didn't affect me at all. I I was somewhat disappointed. Really? No, I wasn't. Not really? at all. I, I really, it felt like not one of those kind of forced collaborations that kind of either gravitated either towards that one direction or that, that other style. But it felt like mm-hmm. Grohl and, and Gallagher, they, they really found a good mixture between both styles. And it's an easy, easy, yeah, that's true. Easy, easy song. I mean, it's pretty cool. You can. Uh, I listened to it in the office, and that was pretty rad. So, I like. Were you, were you jumping on your desk? Yes, big time. You know, I've got the mobile desk. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a fly in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, this is not a new section of the show where we critique music because I, I don't think that that's something I'm uh, one of my fortes. Uh, Mike, have you heard the Liam Gallagher Dave Grohl collaboration? No, I haven't, but I am. I'm laughing at Valerie's proof of cheese. <laughs> fair, that's fair. Um, we've got some more music in news. We, we, we've just one one piece of music is not enough for one week. Um, I do need to give the Dave Grohl and, and Liam Gallagher thing another listen. It's not fair to judge on one listen, but you know, I was maybe I had a grumpy day. Maybe it's one of those days. Um, but Red Hot Chili Peppers are back, mm-hmm. playing guitar and bass and drums and singing, and uh, yeah. they've got the the Black Summer, which I think is brilliant. Yep, awesome. Have you heard that, Mike? No, I haven't. I'm old. I, I don't listen to music. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I listened to Frank Sinatra and um, Elvis and um, the Beatles and um, who else is old? I can't remember. Yeah, I, I'm just old. Okay, well, you've you've been fairly busy this week, I guess. So I, a I guess little bit, maybe a little bit, but I, I will be listening to Chili Peppers. That'll be so cool. I didn't realize they they had new stuff. Yeah, John Frusciante is back again, oh, again, again. So cool, and it takes um, you back into it. high school days. Yeah, mm, indeed. Or, or, or kindergarten life for you, Mike. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think probably just ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. Mike says he's old. He's not that old. There's not much difference between us and and Mike. It's it's very very minimal, isn't it? It must be. Come on, you're no, about the same no. age as Jamie Humphreys, and he's only got ten years on me. I'm exactly the same age as Jamie Humphreys. That's nothing then. That's that's just, that's negligible. Yeah. Yeah. If we were filling out a form yeah. online, we'd be in the same age category. You we and I, would, indeed. I've yes. just done that. <laughs> and that hurts. You know, are you Hello, between 40 Amanda. and 50? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Literally, you're between 40 and 50. I'm between 40 yeah. and 50. <laughs> you are. I'm not. <laughs> Sorry. Just. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Young man, Dan. Your birthday's in June also, isn't it? I mean, yeah. if we wanted to know your birthday, we could probably look up your Instagram handle because it's uh, it's on there, isn't it? It is. It's Dan14683. Yeah, it's 14. June 14th. Correct. Right. Youngster. So young. Youngster. So young. Yeah. So lucky. <laughs> it's funny so that you say that. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. Um, Eddie, you probably know Jeremy, our guy from Acoustic Guitar, and he, he approached me today and he was like, you know, we had we had a little chat and then he looked at me and it's like, I think we are now the old guys. As I looked at him, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry to hear that sorry um let's well, say hello to the people in the chat i know mike you've been um welcoming our lovely guests already we've got in the chat i'm going to scroll a little bit further to the top we've got jc yes. sarang Pooh ninja ra chris jake lee albus band i haven't seen albus band for a while uh valeria's here fergie in france who's in france um i hope <laughs> sj is with you as well uh terry three g's that's a good name i like that name yeah um terry uh, is he from your channel mike is, is he, is he is, i can see a lot of people from my channel in tonight and i'm really pleased that you made it over bra um uh, yeah terry's three g's and also uh rax effects um hey guys really really cool of you to come over thank you so much <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us. I hope that um, that Dan and I can make it worth your time. I know Mike's going to deliver because that's a that's a given. Oh, um, bro. I'm I'm so happy to be here. I forget what I've said on air, <laughs> off air, which is why I try and keep the off air conversation to a minimum because I think right, I've said that. Don't say it again. Yeah, he just <laughs> sat there and looked at us. It was really disconcerting. He just went. <laughs> If I, at least I put a shirt on before we went live. Well, yeah. just before that, <laughs> it, it was it was shirt off, and I have to say I really really like the shirt off. Good. Anytime. Well, that's shirts off backstage. That's that's the rule. 
Patreon exclusive. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was about to say. <laughs> That's a new category. <laughs> Actually, a uh, little bit of news. My mum uh, watches live, so she's probably watching right now. So, hello, mum. Hey, hello, Andy's hey, mum. Andy's mum. Hope you're uh, well. She is. She is very well. I've spoke to her about four times today because that's the kind of son I am. Ah, oh, a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Terry 3Gs has been around the channel for quite a few years. He just doesn't comment. Why not? There you go. What can I say? Never mind. He's he's a pretty good commenter normally. He's got some great ideas. Has he? Yeah. Could you possibly share some with me? I could I could do with a, a couple of or a dozen I'm, of those. I'm sure he'll share some with you tonight. Okay, I look forward will. to it. We've, for those of you watching the live version, we've got a new system. So the chances of this crashing tonight are less Don't than usual. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> never never a certainty, but certainly less. You've heard of tempting fate, I assume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't tempt fate, and it did crash. So you know, I I, I like to you know live live dangerously. Absolutely. As do you, Mike, with the spate of recent videos you've released, been releasing, which we can talk uh, about. Too. Yeah, yeah, I might be in a bit of trouble, um, but. I think I can dig myself out with a few more videos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the stick that you're poking that bear with must be getting pretty blunt by now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love you too, Aaron. Uh, uh, all this band, uh, Aaron, is in, which is lovely as always. Yeah, I am. Um, I I am not poking the bear. I'm um, I'm just getting the bear a little bit more tame. Because obviously the bear is being a cheeky bear and just needs <laughs> taming down a little bit. I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, winding you up. I, I absolutely think you're in the right and um, I, I've been watching oh, your stuff and enjoying it. I had a video with Henning over the weekend where, unfortunately, as you know, I've, I've got a little bit of a speech issue at the moment and um, I was so tired I couldn't speak. Um, by Sunday, and he did a video for me, and he <laughs> said um, I was completely wrong. He was pretending to be me, and he said I'm completely wrong about that black guitar. And I had to sit there and smile as Heather. I was Heather. <laughs> oh dear. He well, uh, is that going to go on your channel? Heather Dix. It's going on both, actually. Um, he oh, wow. did one where I was his glamorous assistant, and he did one for me, bless him. So, yeah, um, wow. it nearly went out tonight. I nearly accidentally put it out as a premiere uh, tonight, and uh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, oh. I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh man, I, I've put videos live that haven't even had thumbnails, text, anything. Just kind of click, click, click. Oh dear, that's live. Yep. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, wrong that's, that's a relatable <laughs> thing to talk about, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about some gear, shall we? Should we do our, our gear picks of the week? I'd like to. Um, should, uh, Mike, who do you want to hear first? Do you want to hear Dan's pick or my pick first? Oh, um, 
I'd like to see what people in the chat want to hear first. I, I think they should tell Good us answer. which Good of answer. you should go first. Good. See, that's answer. why he's a pro, you know. I don't choose, you choose. I am right, I'm, a pro. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. A pro yeah. doesn't All right, get chatties. There's a little bit of a lag, of course, but um let us know what you want to hear. Ra is voting for Dan first. There we go. Um first one up. Okay, Dan. well let's just let's just do it on that vote, shall we? See? If that just blew your ears, I'm really sorry. I've got no control <laughs> over the volume of those videos. <laughs> I blew my ears completely. That was um, great. Yeah. You see, the first Dan comment that happened is... was, we want to see some Ibanez. So I'm very sorry. No Ibanez tonight. All you have to do is move your head. Just move your head. You know, oh, look, you've dropped something. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Also, Dan knows that I haven't got my button that makes that ding noise, so I can't I know. You know, draw attention you can, to you it. Can, so you can, can fake it. You can just do it like... Ding. <laughs> right. Um, Dan, I cannot overlay this with us on there, so your pick of the week is um, a new release, or is it? That is the big question. You know, to be fair, it's I don't really know if it's news. We we had a discussion about that. So let's first show show what is the pick of the week. Uh, the pick of the week is the new Made in Japan Guffrey Gubbin Charvel guitar, which oh. I think looks pretty nice. But actually, what I want point our attention to are is this what you can see right there. These are knobs that have numbers, and they glow in the dark. Wow! No, and I want to see those luminlay numbered dome knobs. On every guitar, you know, it's like the the side dots, the the, the glow in the dark side dots that nobody knew and nobody actually wanted, and then all of a sudden they became industry standard. Really, we love I mean, a knob was... that goes in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Let's don't go there. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Ooh. Sarang says, "Excuse me, hang on, where is Sarang's comment?" Uh, excuse me, he says. Uh, oh, this this new system is very interesting. Um, excuse me, but I have this exact knob on my RG1070 and my Woody Gem. Wow. Lucky you. But unfortunately, it doesn't come stuck, right? Sarang, or, where'd you get it? Let us let yeah. us all know. Or I was we missing want your knobs. I don't know. Yeah. Give us your knob. So yeah, <laughs> On your wood. <laughs> very woody. <laughs> But here's the thing about the 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 uh, the Chavel guitar. Um, is that news, or wasn't that announced like six months ago already? I mean, well, we we uh, talked about this offline, didn't we, Dan? Um, yeah, we did. We did. They they definitely of... used the same photo, so yeah. it, it kind of is the same guitar. I don't see anything different in the photo. I over I, I took the photos next to each other, and they're the mm -hmm. same photo. Yeah, I love I that mean, burst. Don't you? Don't mind. I think it's so pretty. Yeah, it's I think it's gorgeous, Mike. Super pretty mm. ash top. So uh, what I like about uh, about the pickups is that they went with brown pickups. That's not black. That's, oh. that's, that's really brown brown plastic up there. And uh, well, apart from that, it's made in Japan. Chavel, uh, sleek looking guitars. Got the the excess um, shredders cut of hell or cut to hell, how they call it. Uh, caramelized maple neck. Compound radius fretboard. That looks like a pretty, pretty 
interesting and, and super playable guitar, but on the other hand, it bears Guthrie's name, so you know, I would, I would assume, yeah, I, I would assume it plays like butter. Yeah, apparently, Dan has just got home from the BBGF. Um, Adam, oh. sorry, Adam, and he left at uh 7.30 last night. My goodness, wow. that was hey. a long drive. Does, where, do, where do you live? The moon? Poe Ninja? <laughs> <laughs> and Michelle's in as well. Hey, Michelle. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Adam, so we need to know that story. We need to know how many service stations you stopped at and how much money you spent <laughs> on the coin-operated games machines. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> I'm away for a week, love. All right. See you in a week. <laughs> yeah, we all know that trick. Um, Ian Johnston is asking if the pickup bobbins are wood or not. Are the pickup bobbins not wood? No. So, which is a fun way to ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that way of speaking. Mm, yep. Are the pickup bobbins not wood? <laughs> Uh, oh, we haven't talked about right. Boba Fett. Right? I went all Chewbacca then. Yeah, we haven't Come tried on. Boba Fett. Mike, do you watch the book of Boba Fett or the Mandalorian, or oh. are you still watching like Fred Astaire movies? And uh, mainly Fred Astaire and Ginger okay, that's, Rogers, that's and um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, King and I was watching earlier on Pam and Tommy. <laughs> that's Pam and really Tommy. good. I haven't actually. seen that. It's a good, is it? Oh yeah, yeah. You got to oh, watch wow. it. Okay, Disney Plus. All right. Yeah. It's, yes. it's Disney Plus. Right. Well, I've just binge watched Reacher. So um, I need something else to fill those moments where well, I should that's be sleeping. Well, that's a good one to fill. Everyone and... is telling me that it's super good. Yeah. You, you yeah. can recommend it? I can. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And uh, there's a part of Tommy that talks to him. Now, I won't tell you which part it is, but you will smile. <laughs> <laughs> Has it got glow in the dark numbers around it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> then I know which part you're talking about. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Oh, it's it's so wonderful to be here. So wonderful to be here tonight. <laughs> um, so yeah, Dan, that's a great pick. Um, I'm gonna show it one more time if you're watching this version. I think the the is it Ash? That looks like Ash to me. It's actually a basewood body with an ash top. So he wanted he wanted ah. to have like a weight consistency and also that specific basewood uh, basswood tone that you get from it. Uh, but I yeah. went with the ash top just for the visuals, you know, a little bit of bells and whistles mm -hmm. here and there. But again, nice look at ash. look at that dome knob. It's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah, I'd like to see the the other releases. Like that's a specific guitar, and that grain in that guitar is wonderful. I'd like to see mm -hmm. some other ones to see if they're also as gorgeously pretty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I hope they are. Clocks in, I think, at two grand okay. made in Japan and should be available oh, two grand. around that time. Yep. Two grand, that's, that's, um, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But actually, yeah. for, for a signature guitar, that's not too much, really, yep. is it? Yeah, and it's made in Japan. So yeah, you can you expect go. a certain level of craftsmanship. Oh, sorry, I dropped something. <sighs> Goodness, why did I teach him that? <laughs> you know what? If you teach me tricks like that, I'm I'm going to use them all night long. All night long. All night. 
Well, let me know when you're going to do it, and I'll um, I'll do I'll do that so we can get a proper. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, whoops! Oh no, it all it all went wrong. Sorry. Oh, we've all switched around. It's like we oh, like musical chairs. I'm in like the middle, middle now. That's nice. I feel yeah. all comfortable now. Got a, got a mic sandwich. Oh. <laughs> right, it is time for my pick of the week. Blew my ears again. I'm going to have to do something about that. Sorry, everybody. Uh, my pick of the week is on the other end of the scale financially. My pick of the week is an affordable guitar from Harley Benton. It is the TE62 Double Bound, specifically the one in Lake Placid Blue. Uh, it's kind of sparkly rather than just a flat, uh, a flat flaccid blue. <laughs> a flat placid blue. Um, and the reason I picked this is that I just had the non-double band version, the Shell Pink. I reviewed that this week on the channel, and it's a really good guitar. Um, 150 bucks. This new one, the double band, is about 165. So you're paying an extra, an extra 15 bucks for the double band. Um, the ex, the new one doesn't come in Shell Pink, which is a bit of a shame. But that Lake Placid Blue, uh, I had a toss up. I had a toss-up between the Lake Placid Blue and the Shell Pink one when I did the review. And uh, now they've double-bound the Lake Placid Blue version. I'm going to have to get that in just to just to see how it feels. I'm going to show it again. What do you think, gents? I like the uh, tuning ear on the top of it. This one? The tuning ear, yeah. Oh, it's gone now. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> This is the advantage of being on the side. You see, you get to be on screen at the same time as the guitar. Um, it's a pretty colour. Very pretty yeah. guitar. And I like the binding as well. And that's really pretty. Yeah. Mm. 165 bucks. I will say the one wow. I reviewed, the first one I got had a broken pickup. So I had to return it and get another one. And that's the risky take when you get budget guitars. Um, but returns process was super simple. Just had to wait another... Uh, about a week, I think, for the replacement to turn up. Okay. Um, if you want to know what it, hears, what it sounds like, it's going to sound very similar to the one I reviewed, except this one has a different fretboard. Uh, it's not Rosewood. What's the one they use? Is it... Um, Looks like... Roseacre. Rose, Rose, is it Rose or Roseacre? I never know. People always well, try and correct me on that. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't correct you. I, whatever you want to call it, it's um, Cheekwood. Mm. Cheaper, it's Pau Ferro. It's Pau Ferro. So oh, yes. right, even right. cheaper. Okay. Great. And... Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I say Pau Ferro, I always think of Pam Ferris, which really confuses me. Also, because we're not related, but um, I almost <laughs> in my head it says Pam Ferris fretboard. Hmm. There's a little insight in what goes on in my head when I talk about guitars, and then I, I think about Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, yeah. Right. Definitely. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just going to pop off for a bit. <laughs> this is going in the wrong Okay. Non Dan, what do you think? Words. What do you think, Dan? Uh, I've got questions, actually. Um, I'm reading it's uh, it's caramelized maple, the neck. So it's yeah, which it's slightly roasted. I think they've sort of shown it the flame. Um, I, I, I don't know what... 
I was I, I tried to look for the specs and and things like this often change with Harley Benton as well because yeah. at that price point they can change they don't always you know um, define what it is exactly but it's um, caramel it didn't say caramelized it said caramel uh, unless you're yeah. reading caramelized which which means they've changed it um, I'm, I'm I'm checking the website at the moment they say like the specs seem to, completely different they say it's a laurel fretboard and not Ferro. Ah. They say it's a poplar body, and they yeah, say it's um, a caramelized maple neck with a rose car skunk stripe, a uh, stripe, skunk stripe, skunk stripe, skunk stripe. Well, stripe. at the very least, it's got specs that are fun to say. Yeah, definitely. Sure. <laughs> Ferris blue, Louis Ferris blue. <laughs> oh. We just got a super chat, gentlemen, from Mikhail. Wow. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah, Mikhail, thank you so much. I, I I wish I had the ability to. Every time I do this, um, there it goes. There it goes. Would almost awesome. forget this from Studio Humil. Thank you, mate. Um. <laughs> well, that's my pick of the week. We also have a third pick, um, from Mike. Um. Yeah, my pick of the week is Michiel. Because <laughs> go on, he he came, he came to the BBGF. And I'm not kidding. He did I, I? Was he supposed to t turn up? He was. I meant to invite him ages and ages ago, and I forgot. And Henry and I were having breakfast, and he said, um, "I thought you were going to invite Michelle." And I went. Oh no! <laughs> and so I I messaged him to say, "Mate, I am so so sorry. I completely it completely went out of my mind." And he, I said, "Is there any chance you can still come?" <laughs> and uh, he said, uh, "What was funny about that?" <laughs> um, your your delivery. He said, yeah, um, <laughs> he said, I'll ask work. And then the next thing he said is work, check, um, testing, check. Uh, um, oh, what was it? He came on the uh, the train, book tickets, check. And he, he got everything sorted out. And he said, I'll be there tomorrow. And he made it. <laughs> And it wow. was lovely. He even made a video, which was great. What? Because it would be, be great to get his channel back up and running again. Absolutely. We need more bass channels. We do. ones that cover all your bass needs. We just need Michelle back, really. Could Not I maybe Could I maybe sort of inch you in the direction, Mike, of, yeah, uh, okay. of the mic, maybe? Yeah, okay, um, okay. Well, you can see that we're all um, very, very fond of our Lewitt mics and yeah. both Henning and my buddy Adam did a review on the amazing mic that we got to see way back at Gear Street 2 and it was released this week it's the Lewitt LCT 1040 and ah oh, there it is and this thing is simply amazing it's got so many different combinations and i have to say watching the videos it sounds 
absolutely amazing. I, I think all of it might sound good, but this one is pretty special. That's my pick of the I week. I agree. It's, um, it's your pick of the week. Well, you had two, is technically. It, I mean, that's, that's is just it, greedy. Is it pick of the week or pick of the week? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we should point out that Lewitt Audio are sponsoring this episode of the Guitar Stories podcast, which is why Dan, Mike, and I sound so crystal clear and pristine. They must love me for picking their favorite mic. <laughs> they must. <laughs> Thanks for that, Andy. Anna, you're welcome. And at, at three grand, I'm sure they're going to send you one. Oh, without <laughs> a doubt. Yeah, they always send me their most. It is pricey, but. It, it was pricey, but also it does a lot of stuff that I don't understand. I mean, I, 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 it's above me, and you won't be seeing a video from me because it would be me just saying, that sounds good, that sounds good, that sounds good, sounds good. Yeah. It's not, it's not it for me. It is expensive, but it is top end and is for the uh, recording artists and, and people yeah. like produce like a pro. Nice plug. Yeah, for people that actually know what they're doing. I, I hope to make some real music one time, you know, but yeah, I'm sure I could pop to Vienna and, and borrow one, you know. You could, yeah. In case Valerie's listening. Right, okay. <laughs> um, we need to know which one of these gear picks. Um, when, we're going to take Mikiel out of this list. I'm going to explain why in a second, Mike. Um, we buy something, we borrow something, and we burn something. So we've got three gear picks, the Lewitt 1040 microphone. We've got the Guthrie Govan uh, signature guitar, and we've got the TE62 double band from Harley Benton. And it's time, just going to play the song. Watch your ears. You ready? Here we go. Buy, borrow, or burn. <laughs> Sorry for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what we do, Mike, is is we guess what the other one's going to do. So buy, borrow, or burn. You might have played a version of this kind of game at school where you might have chosen certain things with certain people, for example. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> um, do you want to take a guess, Mike, at what Dan or I would buy, borrow, or burn? Or do you want to choose someone first and then take a guess? Uh, no, let the uh, let the chat choose one of you. Again. So so diplomatic. All right, I'm going to look into the chat and First Jake the guitar, burn oh. the HP, borrow the GG, buy the mic. There you go. Awesome. Right. Uh, Fergie in France is going to buy the Chavel, borrow the mic, burn the Harley Benton. Melodify, hello, Melodify. We'll buy an <laughs> Ibanez. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> borrow the Harley Benton and burn the microphone. Oh, <laughs> is he saying yeah. that 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 Chavel looks like an Ibanez? I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't burn the three grand mic. Can you clarify no. that for us? Um, Sarang would buy the heck out of the Guthrie signature, borrow the Lurit mic just to see that tube glow, burn the TE62 so I can immediately put it in the actual Lake Placid and see what that finish <laughs> looks like underwater. <laughs> that's great. A lot of thought went into that. Yeah. Um, well, that's new. Buy Mike, borrow Dan, and burn Andy. <laughs> oh. No. 
We ain't gonna let him burn you. I, I, wanna, I think I'm I'd probably too burn expensive to buy. I'm too expensive to buy. I'm sorry. Too much money. More than one that, more Mike. from Paul Crane would buy the HB Telly, borrow the mic, and burn the Charvel. I think mm -hmm. there's some tough choices this week. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna guess mm -hmm. for Dan. I'm gonna guess that Dan would buy the Charvel, borrow the Harley Benton, burn the mic just because he has no use for it. There's no yeah, you know, the burning is not we're actually actually gonna burn it, Lewis Audio. We're just saying that or I'm saying that I don't think Dan has a use for the mic of all mics, the king of microphones. Mm -hmm. Did I get close? I think that was pretty spot on. I'm intrigued. I'm, I I love you know the 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 mic because I have no clue what to do with with such a powerful mic, especially with the tube function. I think that would also look pretty fancy in the studio. But with that said, I don't also like to waste too much money on stuff that I don't use. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, buy the Travel, borrow the Harley Benton to see how it stacks up against other tellies and AZS, etc., and then burn the mic. <laughs> yeah, other tellies such as the I don't know the Fender, no, not the Fender. Uh, the oh yeah, the Ibanez AZS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> went straight there, straight there. Um, all right. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to guess. No, I've already guessed. Dan, you want to guess for Mike, and then Mike can yeah. guess for me. All right, Come on, then. Um, do that way. All right, I think mm, Mike would buy the telly, borrow the mic, and burn the shovel because he has no use for it. Spot on. There you go. Spot, Spot on. on. Well done. Uh, I think Andy would. Um... Buy the mic because he's got lots of money. Um, <laughs> I think he would borrow Michelle because Michelle's <laughs> good for that. And he would burn everything else, including me and you, Dan. I oh, know. Well, no. I mean, it's a creative answer. No, a I think you would. I no. think you would. You, you buy the Harley Benton. You borrow the Guthrie and you would burn the mic. I'm going to have to say that's not quite right. <sighs> no. Would, wow, I'm surprised. I would, I would borrow the mic, right. but I'd have to borrow someone to show me how to use it and to how to get the best. Basically, I have to go to a Miss studio you. where they can use it and, and I just sort of sing and, and mess around. But the real question is whether I would buy or burn the Harley Benton or the Charvel. So I've already got the pink Harley Benton that I did buy. That's tough. That's tough. I think I would I think I would have to burn the Harley Benton just because I kind of guess I know what it feels like. I have no idea on the Guthrie Govan. If I had the money I'd I'd buy that. But realistically, it's not gonna happen. And you borrow the microphone and Valerie to show it to you. Yeah. Yeah, borrow Valerie. She, she can Good carry plan. it because I know that it's really heavy. Good plan. <laughs> That's the one thing I can tell you. The 1040 is extremely weighty. <laughs> awesome. Uh, right. Well, um, 
I guess we better move on to our main subject of the yeah. week, which um, <clears throat> is our lovely guest, Mike Milton, CGS, and talk about the British Boutique Guitar Festival. I can't say, is it BBGF? Yeah, BBGF. Is I said, it, I said it right. Yes, you did. It's the, yeah. uh, what did Helen call it? The Big Beautiful Girls Festival. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, he said uh, I tricked him into coming because that's what he thought it was. All right. Uh, what was the girl count at the BBGF? Yeah, All right, sausage party. Zero. It was. <laughs> big Every, everything's a sausage fest um, <laughs> in the world of guitar and gear. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we had a single girl there other than my daughter, Emily. And she had okay. fun. But she can she, sing really nicely. Is that the daughter she, that sings that sang on yeah, your single? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Great. Yeah, she's she sings really girl. nicely. If you haven't heard oh. it, go and listen to it on Mike's channel. Thank you. Um, I'll have to Yeah, get see, I, I do I do keep up with what you do, Mike. You're one of the few channels that I can actually stomach. <laughs> 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 what I mean by that and to, and be polite is that I um Maybe we can talk about it, but I like the tone of your voice, uh, regardless oh. of what health state you're in. I like I like listening to you. And bless you, um, that is very kind. That, that makes on. my day. Yeah. So, Mike, could you tell us what BBGF really is for people that don't know? Yeah. Okay. So it's a three-day event. Really, it was an idea that obviously came from Henning because of GitCon, TGU, 42 Gear Street, and all those great things. And I just felt that the UK doesn't have one. They're all in Germany. And um, I just thought, well, we, we won the war, so we should have one in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this new mic doesn't care, does he? <laughs> we had so many jokes about the war with Henning, as you yep. can imagine. So um, um, I'm I'm just following it on. But okay, um, that's no, no. Oh, Bronze Snake's in. Hey, mate. Good to see you. Um, yeah. So it, joking aside, it's a three-day event with British brands. Um, all all from the UK um, and Scotland. Uh, I think that's part of Britain, isn't it? Hang on, isn't uh, Scotland in the UK? I think so, <laughs> yeah. So it's all about the best of British and... Just going to make a list, Mike, of how many people we can upset in, uh, in one episode. So oh, that's uh, okay. Germany, Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. okay. Please continue. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll try and get every nation in if I can, um, okay, other good, than the good. Belgians, because I, I love the Belgians. They make great waffles. They they make great French fries. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I can't say that. Um, yeah, so it, it's a, a three-day event with six brands each day, rather than having all the brands there the whole time. We just have um, a few each day, and that allows us to make videos for all of them. So um, it's a bit of fun, and every day we include and bring in 
all of the uh, the subscribers by having a live show. And um, we we did a jam on the first day, which went really, really, really well. We did a jam on the second day, which was so distorted, I had to delete it from the live show. Yeah. Uh, oh. And then on the last one, because Tom was here from Elevator, Elevated Jam Tracks, um, we got Henning and... Um, and Lee to play along with one of his tracks. And Henning managed to break one of the, well, actually Henning broke about five guitars in the whole event. Uh, literally, and I'm not kidding, he broke guitars. Um, so can I confirm bangers and mash will serve? No, not at all. But we did take Henning for fish and chips and a curry. Um, and a full English breakfast yesterday. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we, we had a jam on the last day. And then we have a little section where we basically answer questions and get any of the, the builders in to have a chat if anyone's got any questions with them. It's really trying to get everybody involved. And uh, it's really tricky when... When you, um, when, oh, Perfecto's in. Hey, man. Sorry, I, I should stop looking at that. Um. <laughs> Mike, focus, focus. We're trying to promote for next year so that more people sorry, can do the show. Sorry, sorry, not next year. This July. Year, right? July. Yeah. No we're way, doing, July. Yeah, we're doing it twice a year. Um, we're, we're making it a, a winter and a summer. I don't know of any other event that might do a winter and a summer nah, show. Never, never heard of something like that. No, 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 no. I do miss those British summers. <laughs> oh well, hopefully you can make it over. Oh, that would be I'm so invited, cool. I could, um, I would, I would of love course, to sign up. of course, you're invited, brother. Of course, Are you were invited this time. It's just. The UK was being very difficult about letting people with names beginning with A in. So yeah. um, you, you couldn't come. <laughs> yeah, if your name had been Bert, you'd have been there. There you go. <laughs> Mike, I've got to go back to something you mentioned earlier. You said Henning yeah. broke five guitars and then you yeah. did yeah. not elaborate. Please elaborate on Henning breaking five guitars. Well, you can see one of them in the last jam on the Sunday live show. He literally broke a tray arm. He did a live bomb that was so hard and fast that the tray arm came off in his hand. Um, there was a, a five humbucker guitar there, and he managed to break the switch on the bridge humbucker. <laughs> So none of us could review it. Um, he <laughs> managed to. Did he, um, did he get to review it and then break it? Or Yes, it ah. was, he was the first because yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. everybody wanted to go to Henning because he's the big channel with the big cheese, a proof of cheese. Um, <laughs> and so they were all gunning for him and yeah he broke so many guitars i think it was on purpose so that we couldn't review them sounds all there right. you go sounds yeah right. 
Sounds he like wanted him. it exclusive for his channel. Proof of cheese. <laughs> proof of cheese. <laughs> okay, well, we had a question in the chat and with a new system, I've lost it. But someone was asking for, is there a hashtag that someone can find all the content that you created at the BBGF? Absolutely. Um, this time it's hashtag BBGFest2. And you should be able to find it. But if you can't, the website will be updated very soon with the um, with all the videos from the show. Uh, we've got all of last year's videos on a playlist, and they're all on the current website, which is uh, bbgfest.co.uk. And I'm, I'm on that website. I, I saw you are the indeed <laughs> with the You're there as a yeah, sans fro. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it sounds great. Was it a success, Mike? I think it was a real success. Um, obviously, there were some pretty new brands there that are really just starting out, and they got some great stuff uh, and some great advice from well, all of us, really, mainly Henning, but... As you can imagine, Henry's good at advice, and uh, <laughs> he's very efficient as a German. Um, so, yeah, good advice. Um, all the brands seem to enjoy it. They all got plenty of videos. Thank you, Valerie. There you go. There's a link in the uh, in the comment section. Um, and yeah, I think it really went well. I have to say, I am absolutely shattered. I had to literally tear my house apart to make it work. Uh, usually we have it in a marquee in the garden for the brands. But mm -hmm. actually, I think I'm going to stick to having it indoors because having four rather than, sorry, six rather than eight brands really worked out. They all got videos. Whereas with eight brands, it was tricky to try and get everybody in. So... Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to stick with that format. 18 brands over three days, plenty of video content for the YouTubers and plenty of exposure for the brands. And how many YouTubers were there? Um... Uh, we had me. Oh, I don't count really. I'm not really a YouTuber. I'm Come just a pretend, a pretend YouTuber. <laughs> we had um, Henning, um, Tom James from Elevated Jam Tracks, Adam Steele from Hot Pole, and Lee Fuge. And, of course, we had Andy the Guitar Geek there in spirit. And we spirit. always, we, we every, every video we did, we said, Andy should be switching this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's why I'm needed in July, is it? I <laughs> No, well, we, uh, we really, really look forward to having you in July, if you can. That would be great, mate. Really great. Well, currently, everything points towards me being there, so I see no reason why not. The only awesome. reason, I mean, I'm running out of excuses, really. I mean, I had to really talk to the Austrian and British <laughs> government to get me out of this one. But uh, July seems <laughs> as if, it really seems like I can't turn it down. See, I, I only want to give you a hug. And... Um, that's it. So if you don't like it, I can always wait until Gear Street to give you a hug. 
I will I will be there in July. I will be there to collect said hug. <laughs> Good man. Good man. Uh, Did my... Henning buy all the guitars and broke? <laughs> no. No, he threw them back at the manufacturers and said, that is cheap. What he says. I didn't say it. I never swear online. No, of course not. Or in real life. Um, so, I mean, honestly, just back on the Henning thing, yeah. that's a good test. If if someone can break a whammy bar or a switch or something like that, someone who, who knows what they're doing as well, he's not out yeah. to break things, but he is out to test them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Guitar obviously is not built properly. Exactly. Or well I enough. Think you, it, it was what Henning would call a cheap ass bridge. Oh. I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> well, at least you didn't mention the war. Um... <laughs> you know, one of the brands that was there, it was so funny because all of their guitars were named after British aeroplanes from the Second World War. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That's an interesting approach, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was... Henry loved it. He loved it. <laughs> i haven't sure heard from him in a while um dan um i feel like i'm monetizing monetizing monopolizing mike here is a is a you know can i take a back seat for a minute and and chill absolutely um let me let me i was i was actually um wondering when you when you came up with the idea and you approached luthiers about you know hosting such an event at your place what were the initial reactions because you know now this was uh, the second installment already but you already did the yeah. bbgf uh, in the first place yeah how how did you how did you kind of pull that up to 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 kind of start from scratch and and, and kind of reach out to luthiers and find the right guys that also would click with youtubers because i would assume that necessarily not, not every luthier or every brand is kind of suitable for such a such a concept yeah you're absolutely right i am not a henning so thankfully i've got a partner in crime lewis troa from lt custom guitars and he's very well connected from all the trade shows he goes to so he deals with the brands and i deal with the youtubers okay super donkey in the super donkey <laughs> Um, so yeah, he, he deals with all that and he brings the bands on and I just have fun and hang out with, with YouTubers, which is my favorite thing to do. I hate gear. I hate guitars. I just love hanging with YouTubers <laughs> and others. <coughs> of course. Of course, and and how did you like? Uh, I understand it the way you are also rotating, so luthiers not, yeah. do not necessarily come back next for the next show, or how how's the concept planned? Because there must be a plethora of of uh, yeah. different luthiers from all kinds of styles and, and yeah, you know, building concepts. Totally, we we did have a couple that came back. Rob Dix and his daughter Heather came. I'm his daughter, Heather, by the way. Um, <laughs> and uh, his amps are fantastic. We had CMG back again because he enjoyed it so much first time. He wanted to be part of it. And also TJS we had back as well. Obviously, Lewis is there every time because 
peace, my partner in crime. But okay. we do try to um, we do try to keep it a good turnover of different brands because it's mm-hmm. as you say there are so many out there and it's really good for them all to have an opportunity to come along and meet up with the YouTubers. It's mm-hmm. very much like Henning does. It's all about giving the brands the opportunity to make friends and to gel with YouTubers with the view to maybe getting them to make videos for them and uh, building those relationships, which Mm -hmm. are really important. As you know, exactly as we did um, Mm -hmm. when I met you, Dan, and, uh, and it was great, really good. So we're trying to do something very similar in the UK and, um, we hope it works. It it really is a Henning concept. I can't st- stress that enough. You know, I, I have to acknowledge and thank Henning for the idea. And he was very, very supportive. We, before the first one, we had um, probably about three hours online where he gave me a lot of really valuable, amazing advice. Um, that I completely ignored and did it completely differently. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it was great advice. And had I listened, the event would have been much better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've one. got me right at the end there, my yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, question. Uh, don't have to say that before you ask a question, do you? Sorry. Here's just a question. Um, Brexit, to bring that into there. I obviously, I live in Austria. Henning is from Germany. Yeah. It is tough because I, I do get stuff from the UK um, infrequently, but every time it is a pain in my neck and a pain in the brand's neck. Is it something that might be happening to, to ease, you know, these, these brands? Are they interested in working with people in Europe or are you trying to, trying to keep it more British based? And Henning's there because he's a friend on a larger channel and I'm there, you know, for whatever reason. But the question is Brexit. Is that an issue? Was it, was it approached? No. <laughs> in short, no. The, the big problem with Brexit is everything is so tricky to get, um, through customs and all that nonsense now. I don't know why we left. It was silly. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, it, it I don't really want to get into the politics of it. It's just the the mm-hmm. the results are more interesting than for me than anything else. It is tricky. I do hope that the brands will um, send things abroad for sure because at the end of the day, the idea is to give them that exposure and that kind of, um, well, exposure. And they have to get product out of the UK in order for it to be reviewed across the, um, even the States. You know, there's a lot of big YouTubers in the States and I think they have to get um, their product out there. So, I mean, it's not even about just the review and, and YouTubers take the YouTube and review out of it. It's selling things to people of the world. And um, I think what um, there there are a couple of brands, pedal brands, there's Anna Sounds in France and Tate Effects in the UK. And what they did yeah. was they exchanged products 
And so TasteFX handles, or at least this was the case at some point, handles Anasound's sales in the UK and Anasound's sell stuff for Tate effects in in Europe and that seems to work really well so it's a kind of workaround yeah absolutely um and I think those sort of relationships are really good I think it's very important that even though we have moved out of Europe I think it's so important we're not xenophobic that we maintain great relationships and for example, we were delighted that Engel were one of our supporters and uh, sponsors for the show. They really did help out when, when some of the British brands were not able to. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't, we don't actually, um, we don't look at it as, a, as just a British thing. It is British brands and to get their exposure up, but um, it's certainly not xenophobic. Hmm. No, doesn't, didn't sound it. <laughs> um, no. I, it I, I like the fact that, do you know something, Mike? I keep wanting to say the Great British Guitar Off. Or like, I keep getting confused oh, with the, like, bake the Great British yeah. Bake Off. And I, the British Boutique Guitar Festival. I want to put great at the beginning, which makes it sound like Bake Off, which... Uh... <laughs> oh, you can put great at the start. <laughs> it was great, and it will be great. Um, in fact, maybe we should change it to the great British Guitar Off. You, you can't, because I, I own that now, and it's very expensive oh. to license. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it sounded like you were having fun. The fact that you put it in your house. So what did you, where were your family during this time? Um, mainly upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> they were still there. Oh, uh, they were on Thursday, Friday. And <laughs> then they went to stay with grandma on, um, on Saturday and had lunch <laughs> and came back late Sunday evening. But yeah, they, uh, my boy totally was in love with Henning and just talked to him 19 to the dozen all the time and they got on really really well uh, Henning treated him as if he was a dog um, because obviously <laughs> Henning, Henning loved dogs and um, it was great you know Ben Ben learned to fetch sticks in the garden and yeah. um, good very boy. good good it, boy it, it was did, you, did you let him sleep up. in the house? Uh, ben or Henning? Either or. Um, yeah, they, they they both slept in the house, of course. But um, no, it, it really was. Again, a little bit like Gear Street is for us guys. It was a real good way of coming together, having mm. a good time, and um, making friends with brands and with uh, with YouTubers, so it, it really does work. Yeah, Hen did drink all the coffee. <laughs> he drinks yeah, so much fair. coffee. He said to me, "I've never drunk this much coffee." He said, it, uh, "I won't go into what he said, but um, <laughs> I'll tell you off, off off screen." I'm pretty sure I can guess what he said, <laughs> yeah. knowing him and having drunk all that yeah. coffee. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, we should have had Henning here just to uh, to join in the fun and, and firstly take all these compliments, but also uh, explain the five guitar debacle. Um, 
what do you think like the, the future of the great british guitar off sorry um because you, you have a house <laughs> henning had to buy the whole street you know for, for gear street um yeah uh, i don't feel the need to expand it in fact um in a way uh, we're kind of compressing it a little bit because i think it worked better with six brands per day than eight as i said earlier so i'm intending to do it in my dining room each each time um that was a pain in the neck to uh clear out dining room table and all the, the furniture in there mm-hmm. um and um yeah i think it works a lot lot better doing it that way and it, it makes sure that all of the um all the brands get their videos dan so, I ask you a question yeah absolutely as a because you were at gear streets uh representing um oh um uh, uh oh yeah ivanez that was it <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, I pressed to the wrong button. Yeah, you were at Gear Street at uh, Hennings representing Ibanez and working, yeah. making sure Ibanez got what they paid for. Um, do you think the um, the one the certain brands per day is is something that could be useful for other guitar shows? Because for me, that's a, that's a wonderful idea. But what's your thoughts on it as a, as a brand to put on I your like, Dan hat? I like I like the concept a lot. I mean. Um, for us, usually we bring a lot of gear, more than we should necessarily bring, just to you know have a plethora of stuff there that people can can choose from. Um, you know, with, with with the events, the longer they the longer they go, the less focused people are usually. You know, then they just mm-hmm. hop on and off pools and you know play crazy games and stuff like that. So, I really like the, the concept of being focused. But with that said, it's also from a logistical standpoint, um, it's going to be well planned. And uh, you know, with Henning, he's got the whole street, and you know, he basically has the people there, and then they mingle and, and do that stuff by themselves. Whereas if you're basically sitting on on Mike's lap, you know, in, in his, his dining <laughs> dining room, you got to be you got to be very careful who to invite, and also you got to kind of streamline everything. So I think it's. Uh, uh, BBGF might be might be smaller, but I think from a logistical standpoint, it's it's quite similarly challenging. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think for a for a big brand, usually the big brands they would expect you know ten YouTubers to get like a certain amount of of uh, exposure, and also like you know the big ass YouTubers with with uh, hundreds of thousands of, of of subs. Whereas I'm I'm personally, and you know that better than uh, many others, I'm I'm a big fan of of uh, what you know the technical term is probably micro influencers with, with smaller channels with more niche channels to work with them, because they have a very very uh, yeah they have a small but very focused um, high involvement following, and you can talk with them on, on eye level. You don't have too many you know clutter uh, cluttering losses of of people that are you know subscribed to the channel because they. Okay, they like the occasional joke or they you know watch a video every now and then but these channels they have a dedicated following that you know basically watch every day what's new basically like your fan base and um so i, I totally get that both concepts have perfect value for different brands you know depending on the scale fender might probably not attend uh, a such a show on such a small scale whereas for a luthier that has only a handful of high-end guitars it's just the place to be 
and he would be overlooked at an event like uh, Gearhead University or 42 Gear Street. Uh, very, My very wise words there, Dan. I think there are different events. You're right. Um, and the thing is, we, we don't have big brands. Um, there was talk of PJD coming <laughs> down and or sponsoring it, but they are such a large company now, they really don't need this kind of exposure. This is really for the small boutique brands and beginner guitar luthiers, you know, uh, those that have just started and to give them a little bit of exposure. Whereas I think um, definitely Gear Street is lovely meeting all the big brands, you know, uh, people like Friedman and yourself with Ibanez and, and all those big, you know, and hopefully Henning might get Fender there at some point. Um, but Fender aren't a UK company, so they would never be invited. Um, uh, sadly, Ibanez aren't the UK company, so it and and you're all too much too big. So this is much more the little um, working out of their garage, maybe making um, four, five, six, seven, eight guitars a year, and little brands that really need the exposure and couldn't mm. also afford to pay for maybe more than one day anyway so mm -hmm. um it kind it kind of works and i i made it that way so i didn't tread on henning's toes as well i wanted to keep it british uh not for any reason other than the fact we're in the uk um, and I also want to keep it really small so it helped the little builders that don't get that kind of exposure at Gear Street and, um, and GitCon and TGU and all that good stuff. So hopefully it, it does the thing for the UK. We, we might go a little bit bigger and have people like PJD there because they really do want to... Um, um, come along and, and get involved um apparently dave lewis thinks they pay us 350 to come to the bbgs i don't know where you got that from but um thank you for that dave <laughs> um well i can tell yeah. you that um that won't happen again mike for the reason that he's not welcome here anymore um oh, i don't well, ever we do this I don't do this very often on the channel, but um, some people misbehave and it's not because of you, but for external reasons, um, that's what happens when someone misbehaves on my channel, they get kicked out. Well done, that man. I will, um, I will regroup because people like that annoy me and he's pushed it a little bit too far recently. So, um, yeah. yeah. Goodbye. I, I, I think, I think um, some people uh, do get a little bit worried about um being too british and uh i'm not a fan of that either is there I, such I'm... a thing as being too british michael well <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think we should all be much more cosmopolitan and much more um outward <laughs> focus outward focused yeah 
Oh. All I can tell you is that um, uh, there are loads of guitars in the world. Why would you want to limit yourself to just ones made on an island? Not that there's anything wrong with the ones made on that island, but there are loads more. And more of guitars course. is more better. Of course. Um, yeah, so the reason I asked you the question about the, or I posed the thing about the one brands per day rather than brands for the whole event yeah. is that, and Mikhail is in the chat. So maybe Mikhail, if, you, if you're actually listening, then maybe you have an opinion. Um, I find that other events, not just Hennings, but I find that there sometimes is a lack of focus. And I was looking more at the point as other events could learn from what you're doing, Mike, and, and actually allocating, um, Mikhail's going to hate me for this, allocating not necessarily time slots, but certainly focus points um, so that it's almost easier to organize. And I do not know what I'm talking about there because I have not organized a show, but I do know <laughs> that I've been at these shows and, and then I've kind of seen things get forgotten, like brands get forgotten yeah. or or some brands not being as pushy as others. Yeah, there, there, there are always <laughs> brands that are very, very... Um, pushy and uh might get more videos helpful helpful sorry i meant to say helpful <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think having just six brands there per day makes you focus on those six brands because you know they're not going to be there tomorrow so you really do if you want to make a video with them you have to do it and um it does make it that bit more focused i think and i don't think it will work at gear streak i i we had this discussion with henning and um uh it's it's a different beast it really is and and that was done intentionally so as not mm -hmm. to tread on toes yeah cool i i just think um as the YouTuber, I would do that myself. You know, like if I pretended that these brands weren't there on certain days, then I could. That's a great way for me to organize myself. And I think that's yeah. all that needs to be done. Is I take that upon myself to do that. That's that's not a very relatable thing to talk about, but it's certainly something that's just <laughs> helped me. And I've used this show to help forward myself personally. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we can help, we can help. <laughs> Thank you. I think um, if, if, if I might if I might just add, I think like because you asked for the for the like the business standpoint, I think for a smaller company, it's a, a an ideal means to kind of get exposure for your brand. Because if mm. you consider pricing for print ads, if you consider pricing for let's say approaching a renowned YouTuber and, and asking him to do a video, this mm. doesn't come cheap necessarily. And I think if they come to your house and whatever fee they pay, I think that's that's worth the money because they get a lot of exposure and even more, they, they get to experience YouTubers and start a relationship. So it's kind of, it's not necessarily just just the ending of what's happening. It's also like the start of a conversation and follow up on that. And and this is, you know, what these kind of events always bring about. It's not necessarily just a video on the spot. And, you know, it's helpful, of course, but the quality will never be as good as in a proper studio. You know, if Andy is, yeah. or if you, Mike, if you have your, your fly rig with you, you're one of the, you know, the, the busiest guys on such a show because you're reviewing everything and you're always in the corner kind of trying to get a new video out. But, you know, if, if you're in your, if you're in your used surrounding and you have all your camera gear already set up, that's a much rounder, much, much more um, yeah, high quality content because it has to, because that yeah. is just where you produce. But, 
it still is a very good starting point to kind of jump into you know the wild and get the word out that there's another brand and basically you know if you look at brands like pjd that you just mentioned you know they were also small at some point and, and needed that exposure to kind of grow yeah so uh, sure. i think it's 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 absolutely valuable for a brand and uh it's all it always comes down to capacity and to exposure and i think uh, if you have limited capacity and you want to keep it rather tidy and 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 and, and clean and, and and small that's completely fine because then the brands that will come they know what to expect and they can focus on exactly that um yeah, yeah. and for yes, instance yeah. if i if if i was to come sorry just to, to add one more if i was to come i would just bring let's say three custom shop ibanez guitars and that would it. Perfect. be it. Yeah, yeah. that would be it. Perfect. And that would be just enough guitars to do a good amount of reviews on. And yeah. um, we, we don't make any bones about it. You know, let's say that Dave's right in that if the brands pay 350 to come, um, Henning's videos, he, he's a lot more expensive than that. I'm a lot more expensive than that. I guess Andy is probably a lot more expensive than that. So if they even get one video done in the day, then they've got great value out of it as well. And that is the point. It's about great value, giving them that opportunity. And um, I think we've, we've got it about right. I, I, we don't make a lot of money off of it. It's a very expensive thing to put on, as mm. Henry will tell you. It's in, we've got to think about putting everybody up, getting um, Lewis's family. We had to put them up in a B&B uh, &B because uh, a lot of the YouTubers stayed there. So we were all local. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, there's that. There's the food. Um, there's travel, there's all those bits that people don't realize those costs are involved. And I think keeping the value at that sort of price point is is really reasonable. And um, I don't think anyone can uh, can really be upset with getting two or three videos for that sort of uh, that sort of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as you said right at the top of the show, Mike, it's it's also and possibly more so about building relationships and getting actual face-to-face -face time. And, and also, what I find from doing shows like this is the energy it gives me. It, it taketh away and it giveth, um, but it gives me energy <laughs> to hang around with other people that understand. And luthiers must meet other luthiers at the very least that they <clears> otherwise <throat> would not normally talk to. And therefore you know, get a switch broken by a German YouTuber and find out they need to find a different way of using switches, you know? <laughs> That's in, invaluable information and an invaluable experience. Yeah. Totally. It's like when we all meet up at these YouTube events, we all do the same job and we all understand each other. And it's the same for the Luthiers. They learn a lot from each other as well. So it's great. And Mike, do you have do you have any um, because like this is a great place to get exposure? Did you try to get in contact also with magazines or online magazines like the old school media? Yeah, we did. We had a guy there to write an article about the whole situation, um, and uh, I think I've still got his card in my pocket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's poking. 
that's poking the bear, so to say. <laughs> oh no, no, sorry. Nice. I changed my trousers. I, I went to uh no Tom guitars yesterday in London. I have a funny story to tell you in a moment. All right. <laughs> yeah. It, you it's, got, it's got to do with a certain guitar shop in London. Oh, all right. We've only got about 15 minutes left of the show. So I think we should just jump straight to that story, Mike. I think shall, people are going to want to know. tell you now? Okay, yeah. okay. Well, we went to Denmark Street because I wanted to take Henning to all the guitar stores that are left there. And there's not many. And uh, there is one store where a certain other YouTuber went to see a certain other guitar. And we saved it till last. But I have a feeling that maybe some of the other stores recognized uh, me and phoned them. <laughs> when we got there, the doors were <laughs> locked. <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> yeah so um <laughs> yeah we didn't get to go in uh, the guitar shop that begins with a six and a six because um well adam knocked on the door and says are you open and they went <laughs> they didn't even say anything. Oh, oh. Okay, well, there that's, we go. that's interesting. There we go. Oh, well, yeah. That big old powerful mic. Yeah. <laughs> that that'll be in the video soon, um, and I'm sure they'll make a comment and say, "No, no, no. We always close early on a Monday." <laughs> Who wow. knows? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. thanks for that little tidbit and little exclusive jolly piece of information. Um, wow. Okay. Well, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting some kind of story, not like a superhero version, but that that's odd. What's it but, like in Timpan Alley these days? Is it? Is these it... are great. Go here. Well, no Tom. Anywhere else? Yeah. No Tom guitars are great. They were so welcoming and um and gave us all a card and said come back anytime you can video in here you can do what you like but it might have been them that rung the others <laughs> God, to be so omnipotent mike mm -hmm. wow oh, no it's it's all good i i honestly don't know that, that it was that at all they may just have been closed because they were doing some work on a guitar at the time and it might be that there was only one of them in the store so they couldn't have people in asking questions when they were setting up a guitar i don't know i don't care either yeah <laughs> let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt but it is at the very least an amusing anecdote yeah um. absolutely <laughs> and of course there will be lots more videos coming about that particular story i'm sure then maybe we uh, i definitely want you to get the bottom of the uh the paul david's Jimi hendrix or not strat um 
that is for another day when it comes to Guitar Stories podcast time. But I'm looking forward to seeing you in July. When is the next BBGF? What dates do I need well, to save? We haven't set the actual dates yet. We are looking um, to see what schools are doing. We're also uh, very aware that there is a um, um, an extra um, bank holiday this year due to the Queen being on the throne for 70 years. Um, oh, yeah. And we're, we're trying to <laughs> trying to avoid any of those dates. And also, right. it will. We will also look at things like. Um, I think a lot of people in June are going to Nam, and we're going to try and place it so it doesn't. So it's kind of between Nam and Gear Street. All right. Okay. Sounds like a good plan. But as my mum's birthday is on the fourteenth. If you could do it around the fourteenth, that's mum's birthday. That would, you know, that right. make me look. That would be quite popular. What day is that? <laughs> Zero idea. Just uh, Google uh, when is Andy's mum's birthday. It'll it'll tell you. I'll, I'll right. have a look it's, at that. I'm, I'm looking right Andy's now. A Thursday. It's a Thursday, Thursday this year. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. You can go there first and be ready. For the Friday, because we only do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There we go. Wonderful. Well, there I would. Um, I, I'm honoured that you invite me and you want me at such a thing. I will absolutely come, and we could do some. I don't know. Some at least have some fun, and eat some fish, and some chips. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> the yeah. most British proper, thing you could do. I need some real English food, like a curry. Yeah. I miss that real, real English food. <laughs> well, that's what we did. Fish and chips on Friday. Friday, it has to be. Friday. And, yeah. and a curry on Saturday. We did it. And pizza on a Sunday. And um, we'll probably st stick to that because it works. All right. Well, um, I'm good for all three. Awesome. <laughs> I can combine the three and have a curry, fish and chip pizza. Oh. Oh, no. Fold it over, fold it up. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, Mike, it's an absolute pleasure chatting with you tonight. And as always, um, I miss Likewise. you. I hope we get to spend some time together soon. Likewise. Gear Street at the very latest. As I've said several times, I plan to come in July. Um, Dan, I don't think you'll be there, but we might all be together at Gear Street if it happens. Yeah, um, might be, yeah. Oh, I forgot one thing. What's that? I remember I texted you that I wanted to introduce <gasps> Mike, and I didn't do it. So do you, shall we? Shall we do the high praise of the guests at the end of the show? Oh, that's a good idea. Mike, you're going to yeah. get an introduction at the end. Oh, yeah, wow! Like, like to, for everyone who's asking, that was a nice fellow, but who the hell is he? Who the hell is he? All right, strange so. bloke. There's not the high praise. I've got a couple notes, so but I thought that they might be funny or I don't know, just so to give you. I'm I'm switching to my ASMR voice and uh, all right. So Mike rose to YouTube fame as Chinese guitar skeptic who demystified Chipsons, PRS Less, or fake Martins, but also made the point that not all counterfeits are necessarily bad guitars by heavily gigging with them. Later on, he would leave the AliExpress adventures behind and focus more on gear demos, mingling on YouTube events, and just doing whatever he likes to do within the guitar realms. Mike is also a lovely guy and one of the hardest working men in the YouTuber biz. 
if there is some sort of gear fest, chances are that the guy in the back who is tirelessly demoing gear uh, through his life rig is actually Mike. Lastly, Mike is the organizer of the Beerly British Boutique Guitar Festival, a three-day guitar show, which just recently was held in its second installment and will take place in its third installment in July of this very year. We've been very happy to talk to you, Mike. And uh, if there was anything wrong, let me know. But uh, I hope this kind of summed up what uh, your YouTuber and, and uh, social media career was about so far. That was beautiful. And Valerie's right. You're going to make me cry. So uh, <laughs> I will say no more other than thank you so much, Dan. That was lovely. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. You know, he never says that about me, Mike. He never gives me in introductions or outroductions. <laughs> you never, you never ask me about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that I have in my head is—you'll never reach that level of one that I've already built in my head. So we'll just, we'll just leave it in my head. Challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Episode one hundred. You will get the high praise by then. All right. I, 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 I think I might have to leave at 99 <laughs> I, I don't i don't deal well with um compliments or or attacks um run away right go and visit cgs mike on youtube and go and give him love and send him marvelous marvelous congratulations for pulling off what sounds like an amazing show and he'll be back in july dan and i will be back next week next week yeah. is another show of guitar stories we've got uh, I, I guess we've never spoken to before. So someone we don't know, we've got Rob Lang. Yes, correct. Who works with Music Radar and has edited and done lots of jobs journalistically with guitar magazines. And that is something that Dan and I have been keen to talk about for a very long time because we should be interconnected and we're not always. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that as a, as a fan of guitar magazines. Um, yeah. Dan, do you want to do the thing where you ask people to give us five stars and all that sort of stuff of course if you enjoyed the show if you enjoyed mike andy and myself uh help us by getting more exposure give us a five-star ratings on itunes or give us a review on spotify so we're able to get more guests on the show and you know make it to episode 100 and if you already if you already reviewed us on your phone just grab your girlfriend's boyfriend's dog cell phone it doesn't matter you know talk some mission yeah. accepted all right so thank you very much in advance. <laughs> right. See you all later. Thank you for hanging out if you're live. And thank you for taking care and listening if you're not. I will see you soon. Bye, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.